Hey, what's going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of Nothing to Watch. Always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, Mr. Broadway Special himself, Mr. Tony Award winning Val Cisco. And of course, we're going to be talking about a special that came out not too long ago and kind of flew under the radar to the public's eye. But this guy right here, this guy just saw it. And you know what? We're going to have to talk about it because you know me, everybody. I be loving my musicals. I be loving my musicals up and down, left and right. Doesn't matter who cares or who looks at me any different way. Musicals are my chiznat. We're going to be talking about Rent Live. And you know... Anybody who really knows me, you know, strip away the Val Cisco for a second and bring up Francisco Valdez. Since I was a young boy, I've loved musicals. And one musical in particular really, I don't know, I just gravitated to just with the music, the message, and with everything surrounding it. Rent was a big impact in my life. It, it, it really shaped the person of who I am today, just um, falling in love with every second of life and not trying to waste it on things. And the the musical, the, the stage performance, the film that came out in the early 2000s, and of course, Rent Live, you know, they all in their own way capture that essence of just freedom and love and just living each day to the max and um, with an impactful message and I think um, a message that's really warranted right now Um, this was a breath of fresh air to me and even though it's being critically panned for certain performances or edits um, I genuinely liked it there were some problems of course but in life there's always going to be problems there's always going to be something that you don't agree with critically but at the end of the day the message is there and you can understand the message i think uh that's that's when you capture somebody's eye and attention so rent live is a television special that was broadcast by fox on january 27 2019 it is a partially live production we'll talk about that in a little bit of the 1996 Tony Award-winning musical, Rent, which tells the story of a group of impoverished young artists struggling to survive and create a life in Lower Manhattan's East Village in the thriving days of the Bohemian Alphabet City under the shadow of HIV and AIDS. Like I said, guys, this performance, whether it's the original adaptation, whether it's the movie, whether it's this, I gravitated to it so much. Um, being a New Yorker, 
living in the Bronx, New York, but always just traveling to Manhattan, hanging out in the village, hanging out in the avenues, uh, living that kind of bohemian life myself. Little things about this whole production mean so much to me. Um, whether it's just the starving artist aspect, seeing my father, who is a professional musician, live the starving artist moniker. Uh, me, myself, who, you know, a single father who has really strived and struggled the last couple of years as well, too, to give my daughter the best I can and succeed, succeed. But, you know, not through frugal means as well, too, uh, to mention that. But I, I, I just gravitate to this film so much, to the, to the production, to the play, to the, to the music, and to the message itself of just love. Um, and yes, I think it has a crazy misconception that this is just an AIDS movie or AIDS play or AIDS musical or AIDS production. Yes, AIDS is in this. HIV is in this. It is a big part. It's a character of itself. But there is a underlining message, and if you look at it, dig deep enough, you can see the beauty behind the beast. And I think that's essentially what Rent is, the beauty behind the beast, the beast being AIDS, of course. Um, so many characters you can gravitate to, whether it's Roger, whether it's Mark, Maureen, whether you're even gravitating to Mimi. Um, you can always put yourself into these characters. And you're going to ask yourself, Val, you know, I don't have HIV. I'm not gay. I'm not any of these characters whatsoever. I don't even live in New York. That's really not the um, consensus of this. It's living past the struggle. Living past the craziness that is life. And going day by day, knowing that you have the love, either a friend or someone there... And going through the pain, going through the emotions, but still surviving and living each day to the max. So, of course, I was highly interested on this production. I saw it on Facebook and Instagram many times to the point where I had to see this. And, of course, throughout life and especially mine these days, it does get busy. Um, happy to say I got a new promotion for my job, so it's been taking up a little bit of bulk of my time. Plus, you know, I'm a single dad, so I do what I gotta do each day, every day. But I knew someday, sometime, I had to sit down and just dedicate however time to watch this performance. Because as a person who has seen the live performance in New York, who has um, seen the movie, who has seen different variations of this... Um, I was all in, especially with um, the cast itself. Um, you know, there was a couple of people there that I just, I cared about. And then there was a couple of performances that I could have done without. And we'll go into it right there. In all, though, decent performance, decent, decent production. Uh, before we even get into anything else, I just want to give a shout out to my sponsor. So I'm going to play that and we'll get back into Rent live also um just for anybody who is wondering sideshow conversations is always on anchor it's always on spotify and of course it is on apple Podcasts. so please as you're listening to this 
rate, review, subscribe. Thank you very much. Stay tuned for the sponsor. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh... Whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. All right, then. So we're back again talking about Rent Live. So, yeah, um, executive producers on this, Mark Platt, Adam Siegel, Julie Larson, and Al Larson, of course, um, the family members to Jonathan Larson, who created this magical production. Um a slew of others, Revolution Studios, Sony Picture Television, 20th Century Fox Television, etc., 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 Fox Studios, so much um, to really deep dive, and of course it was um, on the Fox Network. Um, let's talk about the cast. Jordan Fisher playing Mark. Now, I think this was a crazy and an awesome choice. Um, I've seen Jordan Fisher's performances before, and the guy can sing, the guy can dance, the guy can act triple threat right there. So to see that diversity, given like a, a black Jewish character, when the character from the original production is primarily white and Jewish, that was a breath of fresh air. I didn't change anything toward the character whatsoever. It brought life to the character. It, to me, it brought even more life to the character. And I felt his performance was so bright and vibrant. And you just focused on every word that, that he said on stage. Um, whether it was the acoustics inside that, that um, studio, um, there were some parts where you really could not hear him belch out the way he does. But for the most part, his performances were spot on. I loved it. Um, Brennan Hurt played Roger. This was my thing right here. <laughs> and um, as a person who loves the original, as a person who, who has um, seen, whether it's the original, whether it's the, um, the actual movie that, that came out as well too, you know, this was a tough for me because that's not my Roger. And, you know, no disrespect to him whatsoever. I just felt that, I don't know, I just, to me, um, it, it, 
something was missing, whether it was just his, his drive, whether it was his, his performance, whether it was just his, his singing, or maybe it was just the, the lack of emotion coming out of him. I just felt I didn't gravitate to the character like I usually do. And there's been so many other people who have tried to um, really captivate that character of Roger and some people really successful. But at this time, I just felt that, I don't know, just uh, this could have been different. This could have been so much better. This could have been so much lively and vibrant. But something was missing. Something was really, 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 really missing, especially for a lead. I mean, Roger is basically the, the, the coin while we have Mark on the other side as well, too, we also see um, Roger going through the struggle of AIDS, but not really just having the virus himself, but just the after effects. Um, you know, Roger is such a complex character. You know, if you've seen the production, and if you're new to this as well, too, I, I want you to go watch any production when it comes to Rent. But you see this character. He is someone who has dealt with trauma. Um, he had a girlfriend who was a junkie, and he was a junkie at one point as well, too. Um, she found out she had AIDS. She wrote him a letter, and she committed suicide saying, I have AIDS, or we have AIDS. So she kills herself, and she leaves him basically hanging to die, to essentially die. And this is the struggling artist who, who's just looking for that one hit uh, to begin with. And it, it wasn't like it's something that was important to him before. You know, he was a an okay musician but now this is just his legacy this is his struggle to leave something behind before he dies glory that song right there just encompasses what he feels on a daily basis he never gets close to anybody barely to even mark he hasn't left the house in so many days since the suicide and he's just someone who who can't come to terms of reality and he chooses his music he chooses his guitar as his escape and um, it's up to all these characters, whether it be Mark, Mimi, Maureen, you know, um, Tom, to really just drive him out. And I feel like we did not get that performance um, whatsoever, uh, especially with um, Brandon Hurt. I just felt like it wasn't there for me. It didn't captivate me. So I think right there, that was the drag. He had to look for it. And there's some times where... His monotone voice really did capture some things that Roger is feeling. But for the most part, I just, whether it's his duets with Mark, or there's du duets with uh, Mimi, it just, I didn't feel it whatsoever. Tanache plays Mimi, and I thought she was one of the best performances, along with Vanessa Hudgens playing Maureen. I think both of these ladies really sunk into their characters you can really tell who really loves rent who really studied rent who really went in depth with these characters mimi is another one a complex character who is 19 years old has hiv as well too and it's something that you don't find out until of course the i want to say 25 percent of the movie um is in the works and or the productions in the works or I keep on saying movie, I apologize guys. Um, uh, whether the production twenty-five minutes or into it, you find out that she has AIDS as well too. But she is just this outlandish, vibrant, crazy, 
um, outgoing personality, this spark plug who is just ready to just see the world and take life by the horns. But she has her demons. Her biggest demon is also she does smack. She does heroin, and she's a heroin addict as well, too. And she can't shake that whatsoever. But within that beast of itself, she has her own beauty. She longs to, to have someone hold her and be with her and touch her and stay with her for the rest of the night and not just be treated as meat. And as much as she may come across... Uh, of Woman of the Night, she definitely is not that character whatsoever. She is kind, sweet, generous, and wants to love. So that first interaction with Roger uh, makes makes or breaks this performance. Her herself, fantastic. Light My Candle, from her perspective, is great. She, she embodies Mimi from her sexuality to her loneliness to her addiction, every little part about her character um, just oozes off um, what Mimi is. Um, the only downside about it is her play with Roger. And of course, Roger, Brennan, just really does not give back to that character. You need a certain synergy. And unfortunately, that's where this lacks right there is because you don't buy into the love. You don't buy into the performance. You don't buy that these two, well, maybe from from Roger's point, you don't see his pain, his hurt, and his longing to be in love. He's very monotone. I, I guess I get that from Mr. Hurt's performance right there. But, you know, uh, Tanache, you know, she she really does give 110%. Her dancing, her singing, you know, it, it's everything. It's literally everything. Uh, out tonight was a remarkable performance and of course they have the live audience inside this studio as well too which really heightens the mood but I think just her her light shines so much in every song she sings um, let's get into um, Brandon Victor Dixon playing Tom Collins um, another one who I found fantastic you know, you felt, and there's parts maybe in this film where where I felt that, damn, like, that's not my Tom at first. You really had to grow into his performance and exactly see and, 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 and feel exactly what's happening in this. Um, but his connection to Angel, you definitely see it. You see someone who is down on their luck, who is hurting who has seen society as worse and who is being treated like a criminal just for, of course, having HIV as well, too. Getting kicked out of university, um, can't find a job whatsoever, dealing with with AIDS, going to his meetings and trying to just live life. And, you know, getting the, the production, in every production, you see this character jumped essentially. And you could see the pain and the question of why is this happening to me. I think right there, he really does capture that. Um, is, is that love, that love you see for Angel, oh man, it, it, it really shows out in this. It, in so many ways, uh, um, I'll cover you, yeah, especially in the funeral scene, honestly, um, in any production, whether it's the um, play, the movie, and this as well too, that song will always make me like cry, 
because it's just so powerful. It's everything, and you could be gay, you could be straight, anything whatsoever. You feel the love in that song, every ounce of it, and he brings that. He he definitely brings that. Now, I I, I had to say this as well too. This is just me saying it right here. Of course, Jesse Lee Martin is always gonna be the Tom Collins. Always is gonna be that 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 anarchist gay philosopher professor um that you that you see in that character but i will say brandon victor does give a great performance he is a a slice of b to the slice of a pizza pie when it comes to the tom character um valentina plays Angel Dumon. And maybe this was another low point right here because, you know, oh man. It, it, when you look at Wilson's performance in the original production as Angel and you see how much life he brings to that character and Angel's such an important part of this production. Um, in this case... The depiction of Angel was spot on. The acting from Valentina was spot on. The presence, the 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 light, like rainbow and glitter was shining on this character. It was just the singing performance. I think there were parts where either Valentina maybe maybe his voice was breaking, her voice was breaking, uh maybe there's points where where he she wanted just felt that I don't know maybe it was just cracking at one point or maybe it just it wasn't the performance that that was granted maybe there was a better performance the night before and this performance right here was not spot on especially for a live performance it really showed there was parts um where uh, when they're playing tomorrow for me today for you tomorrow for me i said today for you tomorrow for me so like something like that an iconic song i just it fell flat because of the performance because of the singing but like i said um it's not really that bad because the acting was spot on you, you know valentina really did do the best impersonation of angel um it looks like this is a character she was meant to play this whole entire time and i love that i love that about this performance i love the fact that in every scene that she was in oh he was in however he or she wants to describe herself at that point uh, i'm gonna say valentina so i'm gonna say she um you felt it. You felt the heart. And Angel is the heart of Rent. The The performance where Valentina, where, where Angel, spoiler alert, dies in Tom's arms. It's so powerful. And just him screaming, take me. And that metaphor, just take me from death. His body language, when you see this character who has AIDS on a doctor's bed... Puts you to tears because you can only imagine that frailty. And for anybody who, who doesn't understand AIDS, I, I really say look it up. Do your best to do so because it's something that you need to educate yourself in this world. Uh, whether you're a guy, whether you're a chick, trans, doesn't matter what you associate yourself in. You need to educate yourself on that virus because it's still out there and people are still suffering. 
the only thing that I can say, because I've seen this virus take an effect on somebody, it's painful and it's disintegrating. And it's like seeing, and I, I know this is a touchy subject for some people, it's like seeing grandparents at their frailest, at their most vulnerable, when you you can just pick up bones and put them on the bed and you don't know what to do because it's so helpless, but you know you have to let them go. Now imagine that frailty being in someone who's 22 years old, 25 years old, and seeing that frailty. It's heartbreaking. It's horrifying. It's, it's tough. And that moment alone, you know, I could forgive any kind of singing performance. And she didn't make up it toward the end of the production, but... Just that performance, her acting alone, really solidified her as someone who can take that mantle as Angel. Maybe a little bit of work in the singing, but really the acting was spot on. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens playing Maureen. Maureen, and I think she, her, and uh, of course, uh, Mimi did steal the show. Vanessa Hudgens' performance, um, Over the Moon, really just, you know, confused the hell out of my daughter because she's never really seen rent like that and now as a teenager she's trying to really get a a grasp of what it is so it's interesting to see her mindset toward things but me like with that first protest with the over the moon fantastic she belts it out you could tell that she studied maureen you can tell that she studied everything about that character and it, it, it you know um it, it's crazy you know um to see her take these risks whether as a bisexual character whether you know she uses um her life in her roles you know she's very much a sexual character you know maureen and someone who goes back and forth with mark being mark's ex-girlfriend being joanne's current girlfriend and seeing the, the love triangle between both she really does give a great performance if anything i do feel that she could have used a little bit more stage performance and uh, she could have been in this production a little bit more. But at the end of the day, they're trying to stick true to the actual production. So I understand that. But every time she is on the screen, she really captivates the audience. Um, let's see here. Uh, Miss Clemens plays Joanne. And Joanne, I felt like, you know, she, she was great singing. And she did command some presence but i felt like she was a little flat i feel like there were other performances in this that overshadowed her and maybe she just did not stand out or try to stand out the way she should now more uh, um joanne's a complex character as well too very straight edge lawyer type character you know comes uh, from you know a little bit of a wealthy family that has high expectations so she is someone that that loves attention to detail you know she has a, a great line as well to the character she you know she she loves um she hates mess but she loves marine and marine is basically hell on hellfire on earth kicking ass protesting going crazy and of course joanne's the stable person who wants to stability in life who wants a family who wants love who wants marriage eventually and maureen's a little bit too out there she flirts she goes back and forth with mark she goes she flirts with everybody around she makes out with people left and right so to see that dynamic just not really explode the way i wanted to in this um production 
that kind of hit me a little bit because she should be hitting on all cylinders. You know, um, whether it's her interaction with Mark doing the Tango Marine, that didn't hit me whatsoever. I didn't feel that chemistry of these two people who, who should be uncomfortable um, next to each other. I felt like they were just acting in a stage performance, and that was tough to see. I wouldn't say that was Jordan's performance. I really think that was um, uh, Miss Clemens's performance right there. Um, Mario, Mario, you should let me love you. Let me be the one to give you everything you want and need. That was my Mario impersonation right there, guys. Playing Benjamin Benny Kaufman III. You know, he compliments Tay Diggs, who was the original performer for, for Benny. And for such a minor character not so minor you know he's a guy that evicts everybody and he's a guy they're all trying to you know protest against he really does give a grade a performance um there are parts where you can see he's still getting used to just um certain certain lines in a, in a production and i had i'm not too sure how many stage how many stage productions he has done in the past um, but, you know, the singing was on point, you know, he's professional. I just felt like there's some times where he did feel like out of place or maybe certain facial expressions um, could have been different reacting to uh, whether it's Tom, whether it's Maureen or whatnot. Uh, I think I wanted that, just feeling disgruntled at one point or feeling jealous at one point with the relationship with Mimi and Roger. There were some opportunities where he could have been a little bit better. and But at the same time, like I said, it's not too crazy because... The performance he did give was pretty dope. Um, um, Kayla Seedle, Seedle, I'm going to say that wrong. Settle? Kayla Settle. Uh, she's in this performance as well, too. She plays side gender flip version of Paul from the original performance. Uh, she also plays a homeless person, a vendor, and also Roger's mother at one point toward the end. Um, she is incredible. If you've seen The Greatest Showman, she plays a bearded lady. She, you know... The star um, that sings the song, This Is Me, you know, there's a part in, in uh, Seasons of Love where she just belts it and it puts you to tears. And I, I hope one day we see more of Miss Settle, Settle, Settle. I hope we definitely see much more of her because um, whether it's... Um, the acting, whether it's the performance that she does give, her facial expressions, she she really drives that confidence on stage and she commands presence. So just to see her part of this was fantastic. You could tell that she loves Rent as well, too. Um, like I said, uh, in all, it was a decent performance. Every character tried their best to captivate that character. Every actor um, on this set, I, I want to say Vanessa Hudgens, uh, Tanache, Jordan Fisher, uh, Mario, they really did their best. Uh, Valentina tried to do their best to, well, you know, they did do their best to get into these roles. And they were fantastic. The stage design was pretty dope as well, too. Um, the studio design, the studio was fantastic. The audience was such a lively audience. It was hard to see if these were actual Rent fans or just an audience that were planted in there. I wish I, I could have saw more of that audience to see if they were actually real fans. You know, when they're playing I'll Cover You, 
um, both versions, you would think that um, maybe you see some tears in the audience. I didn't see that whatsoever. Maybe they just didn't focus enough on that front audience. But there's parts there where if you would have just panned onto somebody just dying on the side, crying as Roger screams Mimi uh, before she almost dies toward the end, you would think, damn, like that could have been added right there as for, for just extra measure to, to make your heart wrench uh, when Angel passes away. That funeral scene, the funeral scene alone in this production is the best scene. Um, it is a little rushed for certain characters, just given their eulogies. Um, but that performance um, by Brandon Victor Dixon, uh, it's it's moving. You could tell that he's breaking apart as well, too. And I think that's the best performance when somebody breaks during the performance because you could see that it hits their heart. Um, so, yeah, um, if you haven't seen Ranked, you can try to see this. You might be a little confused on it, um, but go in there with an open mind. Um, Rent is not the most digestible thing to watch sometimes. If you have a problem with homosexuality, if you have a problem with AIDS, if you have a problem um, with many things in this world, with um, uh, intergenerational couples and whatnot, you shouldn't. Nobody should have to have this fucking problem. But then again, we have people... Who are not open-minded enough to look at these things and appreciate the beauty behind everything um the understanding uh, i would do your best do your best to try to look up the original performance it is on youtube i believe you can find that that dvd somewhere of the original rent performance the original cast um the movie itself is a fantastic movie people are pissed off because a lot of songs are missing they try to you know sensationalize it a little too much but it's a movie, so enjoy. And, you know, half the original cast is in that movie as well, too. So go out of your way and watch that. And then watch this and then compare. Let you let me know what you think of, of the performances and the acting and the production itself and the theme of it as well, too. Um, as I said, there was a lot of production issues here. It was Half-Life. Um, like I was saying as well, too, there was a um, an issue exactly with... Uh, one of the actors um, that broke his leg. Um, the actor that played, um, I believe, Roger, who is um, Brennan Hunt, he actually broke his leg during the one of the performances. And I think what happened there, uh, it was on January 26, 2019, during the Saturday dress rehearsal. Um, Brennan Hunt, Hunt, excuse me, who plays Roger, broke his foot. Fox announced in an additional official statement despite his injury the show would go on and air as planned using both pre-recorded footage from the previous dress rehearsal and live footage and you could tell how janky it is and how the edits are in this in this production which i think kind of pissed off some people right there because you felt like something was missing throughout this whole thing um, there were some technical issues as well, too. WNYW had some technical issues. A technical fault at the start of the show occurred with New York City's Fox flagship station, WNYW, and its direct fiber connection to cable providers Optimum and Spectrum, resulting in those viewers missing the first five minutes of the special. Now, if you're looking at this live, because it was given to you it was promoted as a live special you missed that first five minutes 
that first five minutes is crucial right there. That's make or break. If you're not invested in those first five minutes, you're going to switch the channel. So you can imagine if things are not working right there, you're going to say, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to watch this whatsoever. So I think that's what hurt it. And of course, the critical uh, reception toward this. Uh, the special received mixed to negative reviews from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. It holds a 29% approval rating from 21 views viewers uh, with an average score of 6.3 out of 10. Um, basically, what happened there was much of the criticisms focused on the production's failure to hire understudies for the main cast in reference to Hunt's injury, which I could agree on that standpoint. You would think... Anything can happen when it comes to these live productions. Heck, we've done the Grease um, live production, which also Vanessa Hudgens was part of as well, too. And I believe um, Jordan was as well, too. It was raining throughout that time, and they had to change um, on the fly to make that a little bit better and more appetizing for the eyes in that production. So this right here, you would think they would learn from that and have a couple of understudies for injured actors. So I can see where where that criticism may lay right there. But then again, they still made a good, pretty decent production. Then again, I didn't like Rogers, so maybe Understudy could have worked. Um, let's see here. Um, there's also some issues with um, just some visuals and editing and some audio issues as well. So you could definitely tell throughout the... Um, the the production as i was saying before you could barely hear jordan at one point you could barely hear roger at some points but um it's nothing too crazy honestly it's something you could get over um if you just deep dive into this you'll enjoy it in my opinion and if you love rent you're gonna like this you're gonna like this a lot um and of course um it was praised for certain performances like jennifer hudson as well too um um, Jennifer Hudson, look at me, <laughs> um, for um, for their performances. Uh, v- Vanessa Hudgens with Maureen's character, Mario's character, Valentina's character, uh, Tanache's character, uh, Jordan's character as well, too. They were all praised for their 110% dedication to this performance. So I think with all the cons that were happening, in my opinion, there's enough pros to enjoy this performance now is it spectacular no but it does still hit you in the feels it does make you feel something and it'll make you laugh it'll make you sing along it'll make you cry it will give you feelings and i think that's a success in my opinion so here's my rating on it i give it 3.5 big tops out of five right there could have been better could have been worse but in all it was a nice, I want to say it's a nice, uh, it's nice ice cream. You go and get like a little one scoop of ice cream, put a little bit of chocolate on it, put a cherry on top, and you enjoy that. Not too filling, not too crazy. You don't feel bloated afterwards. This is a nice little small one scoop of ice cream with a cherry on top, a little bit of syrup. You could have had more on it. You could have had more ice cream, but you know what? This is what was given, so you're going to enjoy it no matter what. Um... Yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. I had fun reviewing this because I love Rhett. Um, music, musicals, musicals, musicals in general are a big part of my life. Um, I love every single musical that can come out there. I do my best to go off-Broadway, stage performances, and watch as much as possible and educate people on them as well, too, because it is 
something that to me is a dying breed I mean yes you have people that like me love things like La La Land The Greatest Showman Little Shop of Horrors etc 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 but then you have people out there who can't stand two minutes in a musical like oh my god they're singing all the time how dare they it's a different form of art it's a production of itself it's singing dancing it's everything and I think with Rent not only is it a musical with all that it's a message that we need to hear today unity unity is the biggest thing that we are all missing these days and if you just take a second and appreciate what Rent does give you a group of different people becoming family no matter their color whether their religion, their sexual orientation, or their disease that's in their body, nothing stops the unity. And I think we can learn something from that, whether it's from 1996 till now, 2019, that message still needs to be spread. And hopefully, as you listen to this, you'll pass that message along and bring that unity into somebody's life, that love into somebody's life and hopefully that right there can start a chain reaction to what the world needs anyway guys i'm out from preaching hopefully everybody did enjoy this right here um i tried to go as in-depth as possible and i know i missed certain things a certain i didn't bash it the way i wanted to honestly i didn't want to bash it that badly some performances yes some no um at the end of the day it's something that means a lot to me and it gave me something. Hopefully, it gave you something as well, too. Guys, I know I mentioned earlier, Sideshow Conversations is on Anchor. It's on Spotify. And it's also on Apple Podcasts, as well as other outlets as well, too. So please search it, rate it, review it, heart it. Leave a comment, suggestion, whatever it is. Go for it. Also, Sideshow Conversations is on the Facebook, at Sideshow Conversations. On the Twitter, at Sideshow Conversations. And, of course, on the Instagram, at Sideshow Conversations. Me, Val Cisco. you can find me on the Instagram, at Val Cisco, On the Twitter, at Uncanny underscore V. And, um, yeah, just search me up if you just want to talk about musicals, if you want to talk about Rent and what it means to you and how it impacted your life or how you just don't like it. And maybe I can help you ease yourself into maybe watching it, whichever platform it is. And if it's not your forte, hey, it's not your forte. But it is an important piece of history. And this production on Fox did give us some life again, which was much uh, really needed. Whether it was for the right reason or not, whether it was just a cash cow for some people, whether it was truly something needed for this generation, um, it did something. So, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Always get your mind out of gutter. But keep your eye on the side. Be my lover. And I'll cover you. Yeah. Open your door. I'll be your. Don't got much baggage to lay at your feet
what sweet kisses I've got to spare. I'll be there and I'll cover you. Oh, I think they meant it when they said you can't buy love. Now I know you can rent it. Ain't no lease, you are my love. Online.